Welcome home, spiritual human. I'm your host, Stacey McGee, and you are listening to the Spirit Fluent Podcast, a gathering place for spiritual humans, where each week we talk about becoming fluent and all things spiritual. My book agent dropped me. That was the title of the email that I sent out to over 10,000 people this morning, and I thought I might read it to you because I was tossing and turning last night at midnight and the thought for this email kept flooding into my mind and I was like, no, I just want to sleep. I took a handful of melatonin and I was prepared to sleep. But Spirit was like, I need you to share this message with people. And I was like, well, this is all about me. Nobody's going to want to hear this message, but whatever. And I got up and I sat in my chair and wrote for an hour. And and this is the email that I sent out. My book agent dropped me. 2022 was supposed to be an amazing year. I'd come off an amazing high note of my life, really. And the year before, 2021, was the year I finally felt like I was living authentically, sharing my spiritual gifts with the world through TikTok. And the only way to go from there was up, right? No, it went down. And it was like all of the healing work and the hard work that I had been doing over the years was quickly reversing. It was unraveling at the fastest pace I could possibly imagine. And all the good things that I had going started to fall apart. First, I lost my book agent. And honestly, she made a great move for her to entertainment law. But she stopped doing book deals and stopped being a book agent. And I started to lament about how I had screwed things up about the spiritual meaning of birthmarks, where I was going to share powerful healing messages to people about their birthmarks. I was going to change the world to help people heal. It was a dream come true. That fizzled out too. The producers of the Discovery Channel said they didn't have room for that show. And it wasn't going to fit in this year's lineup. And I started to think again, if only, if only I had been skinnier, not as autistic and weird, maybe they would have produced my TV show. If only. And I started to get stuck further in the past. And then my health started to decline. My blood pressure was raising and... I started being forced into taking fewer and fewer clients. And finally, November 30th, during a client session, the unthinkable happened. I suffered a TIA. And if you don't know what a TIA is, that's a mini stroke or a transient ischemic attack, depending on who you talk to. And my 17-year-old son rushed me to the hospital. And I had to completely close down nearly everything with spirit fluent. To say I felt discouraged, well, that was an understatement. To quote Anne of Green Gables, I fell into the depths of despair. 
One day, I recently texted my friend and I asked this, is it okay if I give up? Is it okay if I shut everything down and just go live in the in a hut in the woods and let everyone forget that I ever existed? And that felt so right at the time. Just to give up and disappear. It felt so right and so easy because I have been fighting my whole life, often fighting for my very survival. And I was exhausted. I was done fighting. I was done trying. And honestly, I can't remember what she told me. But I do remember her telling me that I wasn't alone. That she knew many spiritual humans that were feeling the same way. Struggling to make a world that was not designed for spiritual humans work. Struggling to eke out a living. And suddenly, I didn't feel like giving up anymore. I suddenly felt like I had no choice but to continue on and to continue fighting. And I again, I want to interject here that in my darkest moments, it is all of you who support me on social media, who book calls with me, who cheer me on, who listen to this podcast that have kept me going. And I just want to say thank you for that. Thank you for your encouraging messages and comments and emails. Thank you. Because without you, I'm not sure if I would still be here. (sighs) Knowing that I wasn't alone in my struggles helped me understand that I wasn't as alone as I thought I was. And that no matter where we are on our spiritual journeys, We are not alone, even if it feels like it. And this renewed my desire to achieve my original goal of making Spirit Fluent a gathering place for spiritual humans. I was not going to give up. And so I started writing, writing something that felt easy to write, so easy that it flowed effortlessly, words to digital paper. My book, Tattoo Medicine, The Spiritual Meaning of Tattoos. I had the goal of getting this book done in 10 days. I was going to get this book done. It didn't happen in 10 days. It's been longer than that original goal. But I am okay with that. I am okay with an unmet goal. Because my spiritual humans, I am 24,000 words into writing this book and 80% done with the first draft, and it probably won't be professionally edited or perfect, but I am determined to get this book done and published by the end of March. Come hell or high water, this will happen. I also have a renewed faith in my spirit and my purpose. I've started to add back classes to the Spirit Fluent website, the free Friday healing calls that I loved so much, And I have focused on topics that I know I personally need to heal most. And I know many of you might need these classes too. Soul fractures and childhood trauma and cord cutting. These are classes I know I personally need. And I'll be adding more as we go. And as always, these classes are free to attend. But your gifts of gratitude are also always appreciated. And here's the thing. 
If I'm not going to give up, I won't let you give up either. Healing is hard sometimes. It's not an easy or a perfect journey. And heck, I'm not perfect. So that works out right. And so I hope that you will join me on this journey of not giving up, of healing in the most imperfect but powerful way. All my love, Stacy. And that was the email that was sent out at 8.45 a.m. Mountain Standard Time today. And when I sent that out, I was nervous and scared and didn't want to be judged because you see, as a spiritual mentor of sorts, there's this fear of revealing my imperfections, this fear of revealing that I may not be exactly who I'm expected to be, that I have my own struggles and my own imperfections. Because you see, growing up Mormon and being in that Mormon religion, perfection is crushed into our souls and our belief systems from a very young age. We must dress perfectly and act perfectly and be perfect. And if you are anything aside from perfect, you are shunned. You are exposed as a monster and a deviant. And no one, no one will want to be your friend. And that was the experience I had growing up. I had pictures that my father brought me of my teenage years and there was a girl who I had thought was my friend but I realized was only being nice to me because they thought that I was a project that I was something to be fixed something to be overhauled something to dress in my perfect little Mormon perky dresses and to strip me out of the black high-heeled boots and zip-up mini dress that I was wearing in that photograph. And when I didn't change the way they liked me to, I was alone again. Alone sitting at the lunch table. Alone being ignored. Something that I have been used to my whole life and I did not realize that there was nothing wrong with me. I did not realize that I had autism that made me different. And maybe that's why so many people passed me by because being imperfect was not something they wanted to face. And my imperfections reflected their imperfections. And people don't like seeing their faults. I have found over the years, as my husband says, no one likes the bearer of bad news. And I was constantly told that I was negative and always bearing these bad news moments. When all I was trying to do was be honest and forthright. And, and share the truth. But the truth is not something that many people are ready to face. The truth is something that reveals something within inside of us. 
that is difficult to look at. Because if we face the truth, the truth is we wouldn't fit in. We wouldn't belong. We wouldn't become part of the community that the world has designed for us to fit into. And if we do not fit into the boxes, if we do not look just right and have hair just right, then we are not just right. And we are ostracized and abandoned and ignored. And even to this day, I attend church still because while I've realized the people of my religion are judgmental and cruel at times, that the culture is toxic and destructive, that there is still something soothing to my soul about sitting in church and singing hymns and reading the scriptures. And so I attend. And so I sit, often alone, in the Relief Society women's group where no one technically ever really sits next to me and barely anyone says hello. I have one friend, Danielle, who's a beautiful human and she always makes an effort to befriend me and to involve me and to show up at my door and bring me cookies. She is amazing. But other than that, I am alone. And I often beg my husband to come sit with me in women's group, to which he always declines for obvious reasons. And it is long ago that I realized that often the path of a healer, often the path of a healing person, feels so very lonely that I indeed was also starting to hide parts of myself again. Parts of myself that I thought were imperfect so that I could be more commercially viable. That maybe I would start getting sponsors for my podcast or my TikToks. That maybe I might get a book agent or a, a TV show deal again. But I realized I don't want to be perfect. I don't want to fit in a box of what people expect of me. I want to be the wild-haired, tie-dyed weirdo that I am. I want to receive beautiful messages from spirit and, and share those beautiful messages with you. And, only, and if only five people hear me, or 10 or 20, when it touches their hearts and souls and helps them heal as well, then it is a job well done. And then I don't care. Well, maybe I care a little bit. Because let's be honest. Even I still have an ego. But I don't care as much about the millions of views as I do about the single person I helped that sends me an email and gives me their gratitude. Writing my book about tattoos might actually help someone understand how beautiful they are, how wonderful of a person that they are. And so, my spiritual humans, my people that society has turned your backs on and rejected, my people who have been harmed by others 
who claimed to be perfected by people who have been judged, by people who have been downtrodden. For this reason, for you, and to be myself completely, to use the overused term authentically, because this is authentically me, I present myself to you humbly as maybe a healer, maybe a guide of sorts, an imperfect spiritual human on an imperfect journey of this life, hoping that I might teach and guide you just a little bit into understanding your purpose, your worth, that I might give you just a little strength, even if it's just for this moment today, for you to understand one important, beautiful concept, that you are a beautiful spiritual human, that you have infinite worth beyond the opinions of this world, the churches and the people that are created in it, that your worth lies beyond what your body looks like on the outside, that you have a divine purpose and a reason that you were born and created. And there is magic within you. There is a seed of greatness that lies within your heart that connects you to God and the universe. And that makes you perfect just the way you are. You've been listening to the Spirit Flown Podcast. Your continued support means so much to me, and I just want you all to know how grateful that I am for you. Uh, I have many resources on my website, spiritfluent.com, as well as on my YouTube at Spiritfluent. And I would love to invite you to check out my book, My Spiritual Awakening is a Shit Show, on Amazon now. Mm-hmm.